0: The Ugly Truth will always be free, so it's clear the Uggs aren't in it for the money. But if you're a fan, we'd appreciate any support you can give. Visit UglyTruth.com and check out the Support the Truth column on the right. You can donate, download our mobile app, or shop the Ugly Mall. All proceeds go right back into the show. As always, thank you, and now, on with the Ugly Truth. Are you ready for another mind-altering dose of the sisters who will say just about anything? Jamie.
1: I just want to watch anything that's just dripping with vaginas and estrogen.
0: And Paula.
1: If I
2: need space, I just go in the bathroom and turn the fan on.
0: Welcome to another unfiltered episode of The Ugly Truth.
2: Hello, friends. (laughs) <laughs> oh wait! You hate it when I do that. No, I don't mind when you do it. I don't like it when you do it <laughs> with the sarcastic overtone because I think you're making fun of me.
1: I'm not. Oh, I see what this is. No, I. No, I'm not. Welcome you to- are yeah, too. You're all- Hello,
2: friends.
1: <laughs> no, th- you know what? There's another podcast that opens their show like that, and that's who does? I do
2: no, don't say it.
1: Why? He does. Yes, he. Oh, well, he changes
2: it up i'm just promote i guess i'm promoting joe rogan that's all right i love i'm God. sure joe rogan has plenty of listeners we don't <laughs> <Yeah>. you know <laughs> he probably
1: needs a little help i'm sure i'm no sure. he but he does it different every week so he'll go hello fuckers or he'll go hello friends well or whatever. i would never say that that's rude well he's a dude he can do whatever he wants he's a comedian they you know they're crazy i don't know anyway hello welcome to the ugly truth
2: happy new year is there a new year song that we could sing
1: oh la not the old la lang syne. i'm not la s- la.
2: I, does anybody really know the words to that song is that even in should english should
1: old acquaintance be oh okay god
2: yes it's what's in all lang syne? is that a is that a is that french i thought it was german german no
1: all uh, lang syne i don't know all, all, all i know maybe it's lang, lang syne. You know what's that one song? Uh, it was like a '70s hit where he runs into his ex-girlfriend in the liquor store on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. We drank it all the night. Blah, 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 blah. How did I even
2: know that was the song you were thinking her eyes about? because he goes,
1: "Old Lang Syne." Nee, 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 nee,
2: nee, nee, nee. God, that song and her eyes sucks. And just as
1: blue. You know what song I'm saying? I know, you know what Daryl what song- put it in.
2: Yeah, he'll put it on. I hope
1: so. I actually like that song. <laughs> and we laughed until we cried. We and I think they fucked in the car and drank alcohol. They did not and then they in went the on car. their merry way. They
2: did not do it in the car. Uh, I think they did. I no think way. they did. We laughed until we cried. I we don't know. Something to our we something We drank to the innocents. We drank
1: for an hour. La, 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 la. We drank for an hour. No, what I don't know drink? what did they drink God. Well, they met in, they saw each other in a liquor store. We drank of our
2: fireball and something else cheap wine. I don't know. And I got to hold her boobs. She gave me blow job. She
1: gave me a blow job for (sighs) old lang syne. Roadhead. (laughs) (laughs) And her eyes grew open wide. Her Um, mouth was open
2: wide. (laughs) (laughs) God. Okay. That's been me all week. I've been like you know. Famous one-liners. I don't know what I've been all week.
1: Okay, so welcome to The Ugly Truth 2016. Here we are, episode 142, still around. Happy New Year. Merry New Year! Happy New Year! Not really for us. We're recording it before that. But by the time this drops, it will be 2016, January. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. I'm Jamie with my sister Paula. Here we are. Ugh! Ugh! Oh, shit. We almost missed it. No way. No way. We are in the throes of Christmas break for children and vacations for those who have it. Daryl, producer Dub, is on vacation this week. And so he has been – this is the longest vacation I think he's ever had in years. Was he taking like a week and a half off or what? Well, he basically worked from home – And then – but basically, he's not going into the office for 12 days. Whoa. And that includes weekends, of course. And there was Christmas and Christmas Eve and there was half days. But he essentially was not going to be in the office physically for 12 days. And the last time he took a week off was when we were moving into this house almost three years ago.
2: Wow.
1: But that obviously was not a vacation because we were moving. Sure. So – we have no plans.
2: See, Victor has the opposite problem because Victor got to work Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and he'll be working New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Hmm,
1: blows. But yes, so he's been home. And you know, I keep waiting to be super sick of him. And the thing is, is that he's, we figured out a really nice daily plan in that he knows when he needs to leave me alone because I just disappear.
2: Well, when I came over on Christmas Eve, it seemed like you were pretty sick of him already.
1: No, 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 no! You no, threw I
2: a wasn't. bag of potatoes or something. No, he did. Oh, oh, that's right. Maybe <laughs> that he was. Maybe he was sick of you. No, you know
1: what? The holidays were rough for him. the The Christmas part was a little rough because his daughter is not home, and she generally is with us Christmas Eve, and so it was the first Christmas Eve without all the kids there. You know, the thing is we're going through a transitional phase. We have three adult kids and one high school kid. And so they are living their lives as they should. I mean, they cut apron strings and it's painful, but it is what it is. And so it was a, it was an awkward feeling holiday for us this year. It was just awkward. It wasn't like negative or sad or any of those things. It was just different. And yes. I think it's one of those things when you have, when you have children as they grow up, They basically slowly transition out and into their own little lives. And I mean, we don't go to his mother's house for Christmas, you know, I mean, I'm sure that ended at some point. So it's the same thing. And it's just it's just weird, you know, and I just told Daryl, I said, look, we have a lot to look forward to. One day, nobody will come to our house and we will get to go to New York for Christmas or something cool. Or we'll be like we'll be that couple that goes, oh, we're going to Italy You know, it'll be one of those cool things and I'm looking forward to that until we get grandkids and then, you know, then it'll be kind of the whole thing will start over again. That's
2: true. How that was your Christmas? True. How was it? Did the kids enjoy their gifts? They did, very much so. Good. We went to your house for Christmas Eve, because like I said, Victor had to work, unfortunately. Yes. We had great food. The ham was delicious. It was delicious. we opened gifts, and the kids were very excited about that. I just um,
1: totally sucked it on Ryan's gift, though. You I'm did so not. Bond. It
2: was partially my fault. I probably should have asked what game you were going to get him. <sighs>
1: Well, I we weren't going to get him a game. We were going to get him his first Harry Potter book. Oh. And okay. the problem was is that there weren't any. <laughs> I guess I guess apparently Harry Potter's a really great Christmas gift because there were none. I mean, they had the cheap paperback ones, but we wanted him to have a nice really big cuz the Harry Potter books in hardcover are like they're really big. Yeah, no, I've seen them. They're really awesome. And so I even went to used bookstores looking oh. for one, and there aren't any because first nobody sells them. I mean, once they buy them, they don't sell them to a bookstore.
2: No, they're kind of like you know mementos, or you keep them, right? You just keep them forever. And then, secondly, you know, because we waited till the day before Christmas Eve. Well, I was going to say, if you, I'm sure if you had ordered them <laughs> online through Amazon, you probably would exactly. have gotten one.
1: There was none at the, at Barnes and Noble. They had some paperbacks, but they didn't even have, like... We were even willing to pay $100 for a set.
2: That's ridiculous. I would have been mad at you if you had done that. But
1: there weren't any to even buy. I mean, there was nothing. And so I said, you know what? I'm not going to cheap out and get him a $5 paperback. That's dumb. And so we just said, let's get him a video game. Because Paula keeps lamenting that he's into football, even though you bought nothing football. And so we'll get him a football video game. And then when he comes over... You can show him how to play it because Daryl's been playing Madden since he was 12. And so he'll show him how to play it on the Xbox. And then when he gets home, he can do it on his PlayStation. And of course, he already has it. And I feel like a jerk because now he didn't get a cool present.
2: He did get a cool present. He got the Nerf guns. Yeah, he loves those. But that was the throwaway gift. I wanted him to it have a was real not gift. Not a throwaway gift. I mean, I felt like a jerk because you guys got them like really nice gifts, and I got you guys like you know like just okay gifts. You uh, know. First thought. of
1: all, it's not a contest, and second of all, I love spoiling your children well, because that's... I don't have them anymore. They're mine. Are all they all want money and. You know things that are boring. You know I don't get to buy cool presents for little kids. I felt bad because I came
2: over with my cheapo gifts for everybody. They cheapo! And I was just like, everybody
1: loved them. Well, everybody loves them.
2: Appreciate the uh, the comments, but it's I was true. just like, it's
1: not like you left and we go, oh my god, give me those things. I'm throwing them away and putting them in the trash.
2: You know, I felt like I came over with like clipped coupons and just you know. <laughs> Gave them <laughs> out in envelopes, used envelopes to everyone. Here you go. five dollar, right, $5 no. gift, you know, half-off
1: coupon at Gym Boys. Let me be honest. We spent more on Ryan because we couldn't find what we really wanted to get him. The gift that I got Olivia was that little art right. set, and it was on 60% off. It was like $12. Oh, that's It's good. not like I spent... I did not spend $100 on your children. It was, well, that's the benefit of waiting to the last minute is everything is clearancing out.
2: Well, that is true. This art
1: set was like normally like 35 bucks and they were trying to get rid of them all before Christmas. And so I picked it up and went, this is perfect. This is exactly what she said she wanted. And I got it. It was nothing. And so it's not like I went to, you know, FAO Schwartz and went, "Oh right, right, I'll have this and this and this for my poor little nephew and niece. Who, you know, they're poppers with little <laughs> holes in their socks. That's oh, not it at all. <laughs> no, that's not how I'm thinking. Your kids are – your kids have everything. That 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 was the problem is that Ryan has everything. And so that was the struggle. He does.
2: And in fact, I didn't realize he had Madden already because here at my house when it comes to like games and technology, I'm mm-hmm. completely hands off. That's not my department. Right. It's and not your division. So- Thankfully I don't have to know what's going on in that area. When he opened it, I'm like, Oh, cool. And then Brian looked at me and he's like, I already have I'm like, Oh, you do? I I didn't know he already had it. (laughs) His little face dropped. I felt so bad. I was like, Ugh And he wasn't and like I told you, he wasn't disappointed. He was sad because he felt bad that he already had it. I know. So So we all felt bad. So that's what it was.
1: (laughs) Merry Christmas. We all have guilt. (laughs)
2: Olivia was super excited. She painted all of her canvases the next day. So as you can see, that I sent you the picture of the one that she did. It was so cute. So yes, there was paint all over my coffee table. And what else? So that night, I still had some presents I had to wrap. And so by the time we got home, it was kind of late because we left your house around 1030, I think. You did leave at like, yeah. Because we had to, um, well, we didn't have to. We stayed and we watched that movie. What's the name Christmas of that movie? Story. The Christmas Story. Right. Because that's your guys's uh, tradition.
1: Well, they didn't. They didn't get through it. I mean, they ended up vacating about forty five minutes into the movie and started playing, which was fine because it's
2: Daryl and I. We're the ones that watch it. It seemed like you were having a little bit of a rough evening when we got there. Because um, we got to your house. You texted me earlier oh. in the day. We were originally supposed to get there at four. And you texted right. me and you said, I have to go to the store. Mm-hmm. Just can you come here a- after five? <laughs> and I said, yeah. OK. Well,
1: what happened was that I had purchased the ham that I always purchase and it was in the freezer and it's, a you know, 10 pounds. Okay. And so it needs to thaw, you know, right. I mean, it was like a solid rock. And so I took it out and I said, you know, I'm going to let it thaw while I make I was making um peppermint brittle and so i said i'll just i'll let it thaw outside so i have room to put the brittle in while it's getting nice and cold so i can break it up and then i'll put the ham in and let it defrost for the rest of the night and then by christmas eve it'll be totally ready to be back in the oven you know to be put in the oven and whatever so daryl and i were sitting there on christmas eve morning and we were talking blah 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 and i go oh my god he goes what i go did you put the ham away last night he goes what ham no no <laughs> <laughs> so twofold.
2: One, hams aren't cheap, okay? They're expensive. No, I'm sure that well, how much is i I've never bought a ham before, so they range anywhere from twenty to thirty five
1: dollars oh, for us. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're not cheap. And and that's okay because we totally eat all of it. Like the same thing with a turkey. Even when they go on sale though, hams are not cheap. And well, we I was have gonna a big say, family. turkeys are
2: usually I've never paid more than like fifteen dollars for a turkey.
1: I know, but hams are not turkeys, and yeah. So they're more, and especially when you want to get the spiral cut and all of that other garbage. And so uh, Daryl goes, "It's out here on the counter." No. And so
2: I was it, I texted was it guys, even cold at all? A little bit? No. It oh was God, warm. no! It had been out for like a day and a half. It was dead, and they're dead, already dead. and they're already cooked, aren't they?
1: They are, but would you eat, would you make a ham no. sandwich if you left ham out no. from the deli No, I mean, day? it's
2: not, no, no, it's not even like safe. Yeah, it's bad. Okay.
1: Well, I mean, maybe, but I, I'm not one of those people that goes, yeah, I could eat this. I would never. No, you
2: can't. No, you can't do it. It's not safe. No. It's definitely not safe.
1: You know, and in your mind, I'm calculating, well, it is processed. It is salted. It is smoked. Maybe we could get away with it. I'm like, no, I just, I can't do it. So I had to just come to grips with the fact that I'm throwing away two $20 bills into my garbage. Oh, no, that was the worst. So that's when I said I have to go and attempt to locate something for us to eat on Christmas Eve, because there isn't anything, you know, now it's like, based on the way things were going the day before Christmas Eve, I was pretty sure we were having hamburgers for Christmas Eve. And so we went We went to Costco and they luckily they had just tons of hams. So, I mean, it ended up being a good thing. But, yeah, it put us far behind on the
2: schedule of the festivities. So it was. But, you know what? It worked out. No, it worked out. So we ended up eating between like seven thirty or eight o'clock. I think it was was late. Yeah. It was almost eight. Yeah. So then we started watching the movie. So we ended up leaving your house, I think, around ten thirty. And then we went and saw Victor at work. So we got home probably around 11:30 and I put the kids to bed. Yeah. You know, they have this Santa tracker, you know where you track Santa. Oh yeah. And Yeah, Daryl loves it. Well, it's good but it's bad at the same time because then it gives, you know, <laughs> Santa's exact location and because right. we were getting home kind of late, I was getting really oh. I was getting really nervous because I was just <laughs> like okay, I'm like I hope Santa's tracker is smart in the sense that if you type in your zip code, it will tell you where Santa is Anywhere but your mm-hmm. exact zip code because I just right. I really want to make sure. So I mean, I kept telling the kids, I'm like, oh, it says Santa's in like Indiana or oh, Santa, yeah. you know. And they're like, well, let me see the map. I'm like, well, mommy can't look right now. I'm driving. You know, I just I oh, kept God. coming up with all these excuses.
1: What's funny is that Daryl was it was he goes up oh, Santa's in uh, Elko, Nevada, <laughs> and I looked at him and it was just the two of us in our room. And I looked at him and said, okay, you. You you do know that that's not real, right? I mean, we're
2: <laughs> you're we're not regressing, it's, right? It's just us. Honey. You're not having some kind of <laughs> issue
1: because this isn't real. This is all
2: pretend. Right. You do you get it, right? She's like, it's just a software app. <laughs> He's like, "I know." And I said,
1: "Well, <laughs> you posted it on Facebook, honey. I'm just saying." <laughs>
0: If you just can't handle only getting your Ugly Truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. Or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. Met my own lover in the grocery store. The snow was falling Christmas Eve. I stole the Her eyes flew open wide. She went to hug me and she build her purse. And we until we cried.
2: So, once I finally got them to bed, there were a few more presents that still had to be wrapped. And so, I'm just, you know, I'm home by myself. And so, I have mm-hmm. to do them. I thought I would put on a movie since I'm not a big movie person because I don't usually. I can't usually sit still to watch movies. Yeah. But I'm like, well, this will be a good time to watch movies. And so I had seen on HBO that they just had put out the movie The Theory of Everything, which is about that Stephen Hawking's guy. That's been out for a while. It's been out for a while, but uh, it was new to me because – And it was one that I had really wanted to see. And so I'm just like, oh, I'm like, you know what? I'll watch that one. I didn't really know much about it. You know, I heard all these things like, you know, oh, the best love story of the year, blah, 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 you know, all those things. So I start watching it and, you know, I'm wrapping my presents and, you know, I'm like two hours into this movie. I'm watching this thing, you know, he marries this girl from college and, you know, he gets diagnosed with this disease. She knows this before they get married. Right, Right. he just degenerates, and you know, obviously, this is not going to be a spoiler alert because the movie's been out for like three years, I think. Well,
1: everybody knows kind of who Stephen Hawking is.
2: I think so. Yeah, he's like a mathematician or something, but I couldn't really figure out why he was famous.
1: No, he's not a mathematician. Well, he's smart. God, he's smart. Anyway, please tell me about the movie. I've I have seen the movie. I have have? seen the
2: movie. Yes. So this is the part that gets me. Okay. She joins the church choir because she basically, you know, she is a very smart person herself. She was going to yes. college as well and right. was, you know, working towards her degree, but she had basically had to put her studies aside to become his assistant and mm-hmm. and help him pursue his career because he had right. Lou Gehrig's disease or ALS.
1: It's a f- it's a rare form of it too. It's it's right. not something that's going to kill him in 3 years. It's like it Goes on and on. Well,
2: initially on. they told him he had two years to live, but he wound up right. you know, living this very full life. They had three children. So she, yeah. you know, she is his primary caretaker, totally burned out though. And so the mom's well, just it's, like, Well, it's hard. It's, yes. it's difficult, terribly difficult, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And so the mom's just like, You should join the church choir. So she joins the church choir, and the guy that leads the church choir befriends the family and becomes basically the pseudo-caretaker, and it offers her some relief. He becomes a part of the family, but then people start to talk because they feel like his role in the family has become borderline inappropriate. And lo and behold, Stephen Hawking, who is in a wheelchair, he cannot do anything. He can't feed himself. He can't swallow. He can't speak now. He can't wipe his ass. He can't do anything. He tells her... That he's leaving her for the full-time nurse. Right. And he's going to America. And I'm like sitting here on my couch. Like I'm not even wrapping presents anymore. I'm watching this movie. And I'm like dumbfounded. I'm like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me after all these years, she has sacrificed her career, her body. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's given you three children she has screwed your little shrimp body, lifeless, <laughs> yes. flailing, yeah. drooling, trachead throat body mm-hmm. to continue dwelling with you and your brilliant mind. And you are leaving her for the nurse? Yeah. <laughs> and, well, and And you're abandoning your family and going to America? Listen, so
1: what does that tell you? Men, men are men. all the same. Yes. Men are all the same. It does not matter what they look like. There will always be some hoe who will fuck it. And then they will go, yep, that's it. And they'll leave for I some could for new strange. I
2: believe it. And I was like. Believe it. I was so angry. I called Victor immediately. Why? Because I was mad. You and were <laughs> And he's the only one that was awake at that hour because it was like three o'clock in the morning by the time by this time I
1: mean i I guess I guess what I'm what I'm thinking is that I'm really glad that you're broadening your horizons and that you're learning about these things, because these are important people in general. But what an asshole! The story's not new. I mean, everybody knows that Stephen Hawking's an asshole. He's a seventy three and he's never not been. but yes, it was a he he basically is proof. That a man, or well, I guess anybody, but a but a but a man specifically in this case, thinks with his penis, no matter how shriveled and small it may be.
2: That but that was what baffled my mind. Is I'm just like I could not believe. And so, mostly what I was angry about was is I would have never in a million years have watched that movie. If I knew that's how it was going to end, because I'm just like, (laughs) why did they keep calling it the love story of the year or of the century or whatever? I'm like, there was nothing loving about this story. I'm like, (laughs) nothing. I know that guy is a dick. And I'm like, I don't care how, how smart he is or, or whatever black holes he found or whatever he did, you know, it just, Made me so mad because I'm just like I cannot believe that someone who literally is like decrepit and shriveled like a like a a dead French fry in a wheelchair <laughs> has the I audacity know. to leave his wife who's literally wiped his right. butt for God knows how many years you for know another what? woman. True. I couldn't even believe it. I it I the concept blew my mind. I encourage you to do your research on Stephen Hawking. Well, he, I did do some research on him afterwards. And the only reason why I partially knew who he was because of that stupid show, The Big Bang Theory.
1: That show is
2: not stupid. What's his name? Sheldon. Is Sheldon that who it is? Yes. The one that... Don't diss my show. I love that show. No, I know you like that show.
1: Do you know what I got for Christmas, actually? You didn't even ask. I didn't ask you either. I got a Lego set, the Big Bang Theory Lego set. (laughs) I
2: didn't know they had a Lego set. That's very funny. Well,
1: it was... You know what's funny about it? It was like a year or so ago. You can actually... If you go to lego.com, you can actually submit suggestions for sets because... Lego is like any other kind of thing, and there are people who just any. I mean, like if you go to the store, you'll see a Star Wars for anything Lego, Wars. you know, Lego Star Wars, a million things over. So there's Disney, there's Princess, there's Star Trek, there's whatever, and there's all these little kitschy type of niche sets that you can get for things that people love. Like I'm sure there's a Game of Thrones Lego set, and there's you know whatever. So somebody suggested a Big Bang Theory. Lego set, and they went so far as to even build it, a prototype, so they, they could show Lego. And Lego, then you vote. And if it gets a certain amount of votes, it'll get sent to the development department at Lego, and they'll look at it and go, well, there's enough people who really want to buy it, so we'll, we'll go ahead and create the set. And then you essentially get credit for it, and it's a really cool thing. So anyway... I got the Big Bang Theory Lego set and I loved it. It was so cute. And Think so you I build built it? it. Hell yeah, I did. I built it. It was awesome. It took me two days because, you know, I had other things going on. But sure. it was really fun. It was super cute. So it's built and we have it on the shelf by the Xbox. And I said, well, we're going to put all are. of our nerdy things over here. So well,
2: that's where it is. Congratulations.
1: I loved it. And then I got a Kate Spade purse,
2: <laughs> which I oh, really that's love. It too. nice. That's nice. Yeah, what did I get really Let's see. I got a new phone case because mine was falling apart.
1: Oh, I love that phone case.
2: I got a external hard drive, which is funny because I got a Victor an external hard drive. So funny. But mine was I had I got him more RAM than mine or whatever. Hard space. I don't know what it is. And then what else did mm-hmm. I get? I know I got other things. Oh, pajamas. I got lots of pajamas. So, oh, that's was cute. You very know, I tried to get you, I was going to get you some. I love pajamas so much. I've been wearing them all week.
1: Yeah, and I and because I was looking for vintage, it was really a struggle and so I'm like, you know, what fuck this? I'm just just going to get her something else. Yeah. And hope she likes it.
2: <laughs> I hope you like it. No, I love my I've loved all my presents. This was I told oh, Victoria and the kids I said this by far is probably because I have a December birthday also. Yes. So I know it's hard on everybody to try and figure out, you know, birthday and Christmases at the same time. So Man, I told what? them this suck. year has been by far the best Christmas birthday year. Aw. I'm so glad. Anyways, I didn't mean to totally poo poo on the movie, but I just I was literally like engulfed in this movie and then all of a sudden when he says i'm leaving you for the nurse i'm like what you're like what what "What is this a spanish soap opera i'm like i'm like are you freaking kidding me you know by the third baby i was a little bit shocked because i was just like okay i'm like this how are they doing it kudos to her for you know you know really Going for it, I guess you know. And
1: well, I'm just saying that there's got to be a lot of uh, contra I, I mean, okay, you know what? We might be diving into a world where people are going to be offended. Like
2: people with disabilities can have sex too, and that's like, not Jamie, what we're talking about. Our whole show is offensive. Our whole show is offensive. So look, I'm we're, but we're talking about a man specifically
1: who clearly has no loyalty to his wife. So you know, he gets what's coming to him personally. But I saw Star Wars. So while you saw – while you caught up on current events with the movie, which – Semi-current
2: events.
1: (laughs) You know, it's not the worst movie in the world. I mean, I watched it, but eh. But I mean, I meant the theory of everything, not Star Wars. Oh,
2: I'm like, I thought you loved Star Wars.
1: Okay, so the last show we talked about, we were preparing to go see Star Wars. That day, actually. Yes, The day we recorded. We were able to snag some tickets before it opened up theater-wide. So I had a hair appointment. That day. And Daryl and the girls were going to go and then I was going to meet them at the theater because there was going to be a line and I didn't want to miss my hair appointment to wait in line for the movie because you know how much I feel about lines and people. Right. It's about as much as I like to be seen. So I said, no, I'm going to keep the appointment and then I'll meet you at the theater to save me a seat. Okay, no problem. So – I'm done and I'm. they're getting ready to just do my hair, uh, like curl it, you know, all the processing and everything is done. And they're like, OK, so I'm texting with Daryl going, yeah, we're in line already and blah, blah, blah. And I said, OK, awesome. And so the assistant, Alex, goes, you know what you should do? You should do Princess Leia hair because you're going to the premiere tonight, you know, not like a red carpet premiere, but you're going to the movie tonight. You should do that because there'll probably be a lot of people in like costumes and stuff. And I went oh. and I, I got silent and I made like the little O face. Yeah. And I said, you know, I just don't think that that's who I am. I I just, uh, I just don't think. And she's like, come on, dude, it'll be so fun. You know, and I said, well, Daryl would love it. I mean, he would absolutely find it just, it would be such a thrill. <laughs> I did it. So I said, all right, I'll do it for Daryl. You know, if I'm gonna go, I might as well go all in, right? Because I did say I was going because Daryl really wanted to go do this. So I did the Princess Leia Buns. I thought they turned out adorable. Because they, were they were cute. Not... I saw the picture. What's funny about it is that I forget that I'm, I have a really great hairstylist. He's like really, really good. And so he, he made it all like nouveau and fashion. And, you know, it's like, it wasn't just this slick 70s Leia buns. They were these really cool, it was a really cool hairdo. And everybody who was in the salon were like, you know, you could like, Actually, go out like that. It doesn't look like dorky, nerdy Princess Leia. Right, it looks really fun. Fa- I said, I love it. And You're so, like a modern day Princess Leia. Yeah, and so went, and I was the only Princess Leia person. There were no other buns there. That's cool, <laughs> I suppose. But then I thought maybe this is a little overkill for this group. You know, maybe Sacramento is not as nerdy as I, no, as I thought. I'm sure or- they were fine. The thing is, is that everybody was already sitting in their seats by the time I got there. So if there were costumed folks, I didn't see them because it was dark. So I didn't really see if there was anybody. So I went, oh, all right. And of course, I had an awkward moment there, which I will tell you about later. Okay. And then um, so we sat down, had great seats, saw the movie. The one thing I will say is that in this climate in which we live in, I think there's two reasons why it's doing so well. And the one thing that's really cool is that it's coming at a time where the people, the the men specifically, who saw this movie when they were eight or so, they're bringing their own eight and nine-year-olds to see it. And so it's like this generational thing. It's like passing the torch to the new group of kids who are going to remember this movie as being pivotal for them. Like, it might change their life. Like, oh, my God, I love Star Wars, you know? So it feels like that. It's it's more than just a movie for a lot of people our age.
2: Right. My age or
1: whatever. So – it was neat to see all these pictures of friends that I went to high school with taking their dad who took them when they were eight and Aww. then having their grandson who's eight or nine with them, like this generational group of guys going to see it. So, yeah, people can shit on it and they can say, oh, it's this or that. It's just recycled. And they oh, can say not, all they I haven't say. seen anybody
2: say that. Oh, I have. And, oh, really? and the thing
1: is, is, yeah, and that's OK. But. It's not just about that. Do you think the original Star Wars was the best movie ever made? No, it's not. I mean, it was original because it was the first of its kind, but that's not the point. It's like it changes kids. It can change someone's life because it's just, it opens up imaginations and it creates like things that they never even fathomed could be possible to create. I mean, this all comes from the mind of one dorky dude who lives in the Bay Area. You know, I mean, it's a really neat. Thing And so that's why I really encourage you to get your kid out to see it as soon as possible, because he will love it.
2: Ryan will love it. That is definitely the plan. We just had to wait until uh, the first of the month. I loved it. (laughs) So, yes,
1: there's something to be said with going with crowds and, you know, just the environment is so great. I mean, there was a lot of cheering and clapping and and it was just a really neat experience. And I'm I'm actually really glad I went with Daryl, it was really fun watching him watch it. It was just a Aww. really cool thing. Aww, so i glad I did the the Leia buns. Glad we went on, um, you know, the day it opened or the day before it opened. Actually, the hardest part is not talking about the spoilers because there's some significant things that occur in the movie. But I read a, Twitter, a tweet the other, like, a while ago, like, right when the spoilers were coming out. And people were like, I have not seen this kind of unity since 9-11. Like, no one's talking
2: about the spoilers. Yeah, really. I haven't seen anybody say anything. So I don't know. if Is there, like, a date that everyone's waiting for before they start talking about it? Or is is, is nobody just ever going to talk about it? Or what, what's well, the deal? <laughs> it's like, it's the biggest unkept it's secret. It's like the
1: mafia. I know. It's like... The first rule of Star Wars, we don't you talk don't, about Star Wars. You don't talk Wars. about Star Wars. I mean, it's really funny how – but you know what? It's There's some significant plot lines. And so I think apparently back in the 70s when the second movie came out, people would – you know, there were hundreds of people in line because back then you couldn't buy your stuff on Fandango. You had to wait in right. line to buy the ticket. And so people would camp out for days Well, that doesn't happen anymore because you don't have to. Now you can just buy your ticket. And in some apparently in some cities, you can actually reserve your seat, which I did not know. And that would be awesome if they would do that in our town. But apparently back in the day, in the 70s or 80s, whenever it came out, people would be leaving the theater and there'd be hundreds of people waiting in line. And people would come out going, Darth Vader's Luke's dad! And just spoil it for everybody. And I'm like, how shitty would that be? To walk out of a theater and completely ruin the movie for someone?
2: Yeah, really. To find
1: out that Darth Vader was Luke's dad. I mean, I'd want to punch that guy in the mouth. I would too. I would be really pissed. I'd be like, I just spent three days waiting in this line, and I'm 15 minutes away from seeing it. Well, I know how you feel about that. I'm just saying that you and I
2: both know we'd never wait three days in any line to do anything.
1: I would. There's other than getting my child medical help. Other than that, I can't think of any kind of entertainment that would require me to wait in line for anything. We went to Comic-Con and there were people who waited in line for days to see, some, you to mean- see another human being who happened to be a little more famous than another one. Never. I was Never. one time
2: late for a flight and I offered to pay someone $20 to wait, like to cut in line to get yeah. ahead in the security checkpoint. Yeah. And he just said I didn't have to pay him $20 and he just let me wait in line with him.
1: <laughs> well that was nice I know hey, money talks man anything or a bat of the eye whatever but yes I do think you know for you I mean your son's going to just
2: no he's going love it's it. just we had to wait until payday of course because well, you know it was yeah. Christmas time and yes we, absolutely money was tight and dad only gets paid once a month so we had to wait well I'm just excited that he's gonna see it i I think that all little boys he has would to see it. it before school starts he next, has to. next week so that. That is definitely going to happen between now and then, so. Yeah, and of course, Daryl wants to see it again. Oh, yeah. There's some people who've seen it multiple times already.
1: Yes, and I told him I'd go with him because I don't think he's big on wanting to go see sisters with me or... Any of the other. I can't even think of although I will say I did hear that um, fatherhood or whatever that movie is with Wolf oh, daddy's home daddy's home. I heard that got really it's really
2: funny. I want to see that. Yeah, you know, to yeah. be honest, I, whether I'll see it in the theaters is probably, you know, a completely different story because I mean, you see how well I see movies, you know, in a timely fashion. <laughs>
1: Right. Well, so, oh, you're a parent.
2: I mean, that's just the uh, way it goes, man. Yeah, I I mean, we just actually rented, what did we rent? Well, I told you we rented uh Trainwreck and then we also right. rented Pitch Perfect 2, which we didn't even watch yet. And oh, so yeah. we'll see if we see that. Oh, but well, you guys have been on the Netflix train. What's going on with well, that? Well, here's
1: the deal. I feel like I talk about this a lot, but you know, financially things have been kind of strained because we had an, a wedding this year.
2: You're not alone. I mean, I like I said, we're totally broke right now, but, right? Because of Christmas, and I, everybody's strapped right now. Everybody I talk to is totally strapped right now. Well,
1: it's it, it is the season, yeah. You know, and but so it wasn't a banner year at the uh, the home as far as being able to just you know spend willy-nilly which i can't even believe i just said that but anyway so (laughs) daryl's on vacation you know and luck would have it he's got this long extended vacation and we're kind of just strapped like you said
2: nothing says fun vacation like being poor and being
1: stuck at home (laughs) and you you know honestly you would think our house would be like immaculate and we'd be caught up on all of our chores and the the yards would be done oh god no no we've been Popping popcorn, breaking into our wine, and watching Netflix. <laughs> That's what we've been doing for three days. You know, it's one of those things where I realize that there's never a limit. But, I
2: mean, I've had enough
1: sex yeah. for three days. You're, I mean,
2: you're at your, you're, You've reached your therapeutic level of things.
1: I'm going to end up with a UTI if I
2: continue oh, at, on this
1: level. So we need to, like, find other activities. And so we've decided to break into Netflix. So... We're watching Jessica Jones, which is a Marvel comic book character brought to life. It is ridiculously good. And so we watched the first two episodes like it was nothing because they were like 48 minutes long. Mm -hmm. Next thing we know, it's seven o'clock at night. Like we've been watching it for five hours. We had no concept of time. And then yesterday we did the same thing. Next thing I know, it's 630. And I said, you know, we might want to like eat at some point this week. We hadn't cooked any meals in two days. We, we, we've we been eating popcorn and leftovers and just kind of hanging. And it's kind of been nice because at least we're not being pigs. But it's still like we've been so sedentary for two and a half days watching Netflix. I said, this is like worse than crack. We have
2: to stop. We have to like go out and get sun on our face or something. So is it's that crazy. the one with the girl who has black hair and she drinks all the time? Yes. Okay, so we saw the previews for that one, mm-hmm. and they kept showing it on, I don't know what channel we were watching, but they kept showing it. And they kept showing her as she's like this super tough girl or something like that. Well, she's a superhero. And mm-hmm. every time I kept watching it, and I was looking at it, and I'm like, you know what? She doesn't look that tough to me. Well, she is. I just She has super strength, and she can fly. She might look, or maybe she does, but... You know, it's like, I just didn't really think she looked that tough. I, you know what? It's really cool
1: because they are slowly showing you her powers. Like initially you think she's just some kind of losery emo girl, but slowly she's starting to come into her own. And that's what's so cool about it. And the, the bad guy is like uber bad. And, but there, are, it's just, there's so many cool elements to it that I'm almost sad that we're almost done with it because. You know, it, there's only 12, I think 12 or 13 episodes. And so we're, I think we're at seven now. So we're coming to the conclusion and I'm kind of bummed because it's going to be over. Yeah. And that's the problem with binge watching. And so afterwards, we he goes, you want to watch another one? I said, I don't think my I don't think I can take it. Like my anxiety. I'm like, my hands are sweating. I have to take a break. You know what I mean? Gross. I can't. It's so intense. That you just have to like take a, just like you and cleaning during train wreck. I mean, it's like at some point, you just can't take it anymore. And you have to like go, okay, I've got to, I've got to get some fresh air or something. This is crazy. I don't know how people can binge watch multiple shows. I mean, it's just so, my brain's in like overload.
2: So. The only thing we've been binge watching is Parks and Recreation, but that's well, that's good. That's, that's pretty a really good show. light and airy. That show is so freaking funny. I well, don't maybe Polar is hysterical. I don't know how we missed watching it for so many years. It's um, just I don't really know. It's you know you know what show that I can't stop watching is
1: New Girl. I just love that show. Oh girl. Is that the one with, with Zoe Deschanel? Yes. The first two seasons are so great. And it's not even her. It's the guys that are in it that are so funny Well, to me. I
2: think that's why I like Parks and Recreation. I mean, Amy Poehler is funny, but it's all mm-hmm. of the supporting characters that are on right. the show. It just makes for a really great cast. And yeah. so somehow we're going to have to watch all of the... You know the original episode like right now we're watching season six and seven which are the Mm. like the last two seasons Mm -hmm. they're just it's it's a really funny show and I don't know how it maybe it was popular or I don't really know but I don't remember hearing a lot about it so well,
1: what's funny is that you know when I'm when Daryl's off at work I don't really watch television during the day Mm -hmm. I'm busy and so with with Malia off school no cheer practice no games no nothing it's been a really weird time period where there's we're like wandering around looking at each other going well what do we do now do you want to like do a puzzle or something i I told him last night i said is this retirement i mean we're gonna have to fill our lives with something i don't know what are we gonna end up being those that weird couple that just kind of like sits quietly in the home and doesn't ever talk. I mean, I know
2: it makes you like think about those things. I was trying and to teach Olivia how to build a card house last night. <laughs> it was oh. just like we were I didn't know what else to do. Like I can see now why people like
1: end up becoming obsessed with exercise and running and running. Well, a that's, lot.
2: that's never going to happen to me. But. Well,
1: no, I me mean, neither. But you never know. I mean, at this level, I mean, but, but the thing is, we're not bored. It's just that we realize how busy our lives are when we're not doing what we do. It's so weird. Like normally, I'm up and doing stuff by eight o'clock. Yes, and I've and and it feels like my day's half over by eight a.m.
2: I'm definitely. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to the kids going back to school.
1: I'm. You know what? I don't know. Maybe it's because we're kind of early into Daryl's vacation, but it's getting to a point where he goes, "Are you sick of me yet?" I go, "No," because I'll like disappear for a few minutes, and then it takes him about twenty to thirty minutes to realize that I'm not around him, and then all of a sudden I hear the click, 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 click. What are you doing? Why does he need to know where you are? He's my Pablo. (sighs) He just wants to know where I'm at all times. It's not an obsession. It's just a... I'm just so happy we're around each other. But you know what? The other thing we realized is how much we don't see each other when he's working. Yeah, that's It's been really weird, you know, to have him around and stuff. And I'm not sick of him, which is kind of nice.
2: If I need space, I just go in the bathroom and turn the fan on. Even if I'm not going to the bathroom, I'll just go go in there and do whatever. I'll be in there for an hour and just, you know, pick up my face or paint my nails or something like that.
1: (laughs) He did do something the other day. He's starting to – well, you know, he's boyish. But I'm kind of a – dorky person and so like i i bought him a drone for christmas
2: yes i did see the video
1: yes and so it was it's in the bedroom charging and he was downstairs and i was by myself in my room getting some alone time for five minutes and i decided to play with it of course and i don't know anything about drones but i Uh was i was able to turn it on and I was able to get everything working. And I went, okay. So then I hit the switch to make it go. And immediately, like, I, like, pile-drived it into the wall. Of like, course immediately. you did. All of a sudden I said, what's going on up
2: there? Because we only know how to do full speed ahead. Exactly. And so I said, nothing. Everything's fine. Did you break it? No. Leave me alone. Then,
1: of course, before as I, as I know he didn't
2: take off an eyebrow or something.
1: He's in the doorway out of breath. <sighs> what are you doing? You're going to break it. Be careful. I'm like, listen, I've got this. He goes, let me see. And then, of course, he immediately takes it from me to show me how to do
2: it. I would have I'm done like, full speed ahead just so he would have kept his hands away from it because, you know, he can't touch it if it's <laughs> whipping away. Well, no, he took the controller. That's what He's I He's like, here, done. Let, me, let me see it. Let me show you. Don't take it out of my hands. The little lady doesn't need help. I can do it myself. <laughs> I know. Well, first of all, it has nothing to do with helping me. He
1: wants it because he doesn't want me to have it. <laughs> That's the sakes. point let me have it let me see it well you know how kids are what we have regressed a bit like um the other day we were at the grocery store and i kicked his leg so he like lost you know when you lock your knees when you're like a normal person just standing there trying to pay for something
2: did you kick the I, back of his knee
1: i did what is wrong with you i don't know i just did it. he's like hey I'm like what
0: if you're anything like the uggs first of all i'm sorry Secondly, you must love shopping. The Ugly Mall at uglytruth.com is a great place to do just that. And right now, you can get a 30 day trial of Amazon Prime for free if you use the link in our Ugly Mall. You'll find Amazon and other online shopping links there just by visiting uglytruth.com. That's U G L E E truth.com. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show.
1: Anyway, speaking of television, we this morning we woke up. And I'm kind of already getting sick of it. Like I'm sick of electronics, I'm sick of TV except for the Netflix thing. And so I turned on the TV and it was a little oops, it was a little late and so we I missed the news, which I usually like to watch in the morning so I kind of know what's going on. And so I was flipping around going, "Hey, love stories on." Well, I've been quite indulgent with watching you know, the guy stuff, Born Identity, Back to the Future was on. You you saw Back to the Future yeah, came on, and there it was. It's on our television, no matter what. You know, tons of sports, football, which, you know, hey, I love football, too. But, I mean, at some point, I don't want to watch college football.
2: I'm For just, heaven's sakes, football's on all the time, it seems it's like. It's on all
1: the time. And then the other day, he's watching a documentary on the Giants, and I went, oh my okay.
2: God. I I do, even when it's not on, it can be on, it seems I just like. want
1: to watch terms of endearment or steel magnolias or you know anything that's re- just dripping with vaginas and estrogen for just a minute can we pretty much i've had yeah. enough of the boy stuff so i made him watch it and yeah. she died he goes oh did she die <laughs> he goes is that her dad i said
2: yes that's yeah dad. no m- well most people yeah when they get <laughs> leukemia they pretty much you know make full recovery and just move on to live <laughs> live live full lives especially in the 70s <laughs> Yeah, Everybody when, from when cancer was pretty uh pretty much they pretty much nipped that in the bud.
1: Yeah, they just got you just got a shot and went on with your life. Moved no. on with your day. Yes, she died. So anyway, I'm like God. all right. Maybe you should go to the store.
2: Well, speaking of grocery stores, usually that's when you have your ugly and awkward moments. So we should uh, move on to our ugly and awkward moments of the week.
1: Yes, let's do that.
2: So mine is uh, pretty epic. Oh, awesome! It was. It, it had to do with Christmas, of course. So Victor's brother, he had been in Cuba for the last year on a deployment um, in Guantanamo Bay, and he got back from Cuba like two days before Christmas. And so he came over to our house, and we had given him his Christmas present, and. Like, I would say two weeks before Christmas, Victor and I were at the store and he was gonna get a new razor for shaving. And I said, You know what? I really wish you wouldn't do that. And he says, Why? And I said, Okay, I'm like, Well, I'll give you one of your presents early. And he says, What? I had gone to one of those shaving clubs and it was Harry's, and right. I had gotten him a razor and okay. so you know if you buy razors at the store though they're like fifteen dollars like the the razor blades like they're more or yes. more they're really yeah, expensive. They're expensive and right? so I'm like, I don't want you to do that because I know in two weeks you're gonna open this and it's gonna be a waste of money basically right and so He tried it out. He really loved it. Good. And he's like, this is so good. He says, the shaped cream is great. He says, it's so good. I want you to buy one for my brother for Christmas. And I said, oh, okay. So I ordered one, bought it for his brother, you know, wrapped it. Everything was great. So his brother came over. We gave him the Christmas present. And he's like, okay, I'll open it. So he opens it. And lo and behold, it's empty. What? And I'm just like, what the heck? Now, It's got the compartments and everything, but there's nothing in them. Oh, my goodness. And so I'm just like, what the hell is going on? And so I was thinking, I'm like, okay, I'm like, maybe. Did they send you an empty box? And there was the box in there, like the razor that comes in. So he opens the box thinking maybe the razor's in there. And so I'm like, well, maybe I ordered like the dumbed down version. Like maybe Mm -hmm. I only ordered the razor and they just sent it in like. The box with the compartments, but I didn't get like, you know, the shave cream and the razors or (laughs) not. Did he think this was a joke? Did he like, is this a joke? I was I I was just like dumbfounded. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And so (laughs) Victor's just like, Did you maybe wrap the box that mine came in? And I'm just Mm. like, Well, why would we still have the box that yours came in? He's like, Mm. I don't know. And so I went into the closet and I'm like, well, maybe there's the, maybe I didn't, maybe I wrapped the empty box. I'm like, that's so stupid though. Why would I wrap an empty box? Right. I went into the closet to see if the other one was in there. Yeah. So I come back out and Victor's holding another gift and I look and the gift says to Jack from, you know, Victor, Paula, Ryan and Olivia. And I'm just like, well, what is this one? And so he opened it and it was Jack's present. I had wrapped two presents, and it was the razor with all the the accessories. Yeah. So I had yes wrapped an empty box. Oh, like you forgot that you wrapped it? I had already wrapped the real gift, but I had forgotten that I wrapped it. And, and you so saw an empty. Bo- you saw the I box. I saw thinking, the box oh. that came in, and I had wrapped the empty box as well. <laughs> and I put both presents under the tree. And oh, that's nice. But, of course, I had to give him the wrong one first, first. First, and it was the empty box, so I'm just like, what are the odds that I would give him – well, no, one, what are the odds that I would wrap two presents for his brother and not remember – I mean mm. that with my memory problems, that's not terribly. That's shocking. not shocking. But two, what are the odds that I would give him the one present from under the tree <laughs> that would empty. contain the empty box? That's super funny. You know, you're
1: gonna be when you get older. You're gonna be the lady that wraps her cat and gives it away as a present.
2: I don't. I I wish I would wrap <laughs> myself and give myself away. Sure. Here, this is for everyone. This is for the family. Naturally, everyone (laughs) had a very good laugh at my expense. And I mean, they weren't making fun of me, but they were like, it's okay. It's not a big deal. And I'm just like, I felt like a total shoe. I just was like... (laughs) I was so embarrassed. That is definitely ugly. It was so that is ugly and awkward, Jamie. It was so embarrassing, and I'm just like, why couldn't I have just given him the one present? And then after Christmas was over, this is We would have realized we had one present left, and I'd be like, what is this one for your brother? And then we would have opened it and realized, oh my god, this is. We're an empty... so glad. I'm so I'm glad. I'm so glad we didn't give him this one. That would have been that's... so embarrassing. Yeah. Well, luckily you're an ug, so that and was that not ever not going to not happen. happen. <laughs> and it didn't happen
1: yes well mine was a little twofold first of all there were several obviously several awkward moments i tripped up the stairs many times i left the ham out you know whatever normal ugly things this one was really okay i I don't even know how to say this but i was walking into star wars now as i said the, the lights weren't completely dimmed but they were darker because they were showing they were getting ready to show previews and the place was packed, as you can imagine. Now, where our seats were, we were in the front section, but we were in the, like one of the last rows. So, although we were the way they have the theater set up, even if you're in the very front row of the theater, you're not going to be looking up to see the film. You're you, you're still at a distance where it's still a good seat, if That's you know what good. I'm saying. Yeah, It's not like it, it used to be, where no. if you were sitting in the front row, it's like your nose was to the screen. It's like your your forehead's laying on the, the screen. Right. No, it's not like that anymore. So, which, you know, I don't even know why. Why would anybody ever... <laughs> I don't even know why they designed them like that. I don't know. I don't know. It's the dumbest thing ever. So, the aisleway between the, the large part of the stadium of seats versus the first, like, five rows in the front, it's a wide aisle. You know, it's like the main walkway. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going down the main walkway. And now that front row of seats that go into the large part of the seating area is for the disabled people. Right. So, of course, because the audience is, it's completely sold out, there are a good 40 or 50 people sitting in those rows that are clearly disabled. And Mm -hmm. I don't mean like special. I just mean, you know, the wheelchairs and walkers and things of that nature. So because I don't pay attention to when I'm walking, um, there was a gentleman who had a cane. Okay and he had it not awkwardly out not not ridiculously Obsess, you know just wasn't obscenely out in the walkway like he was trying to trip people it was just he was a larger gentleman but he had a cane as well and it was just out and he was, had his arm rested on it and i didn't see it and i kicked that thing so hard <laughs> did it go flinging it out luckily did not go flinging i think he had a wristband on so like he was like attached <laughs> to it so luckily it didn't and of course i'm just mortified i'm like i am I am so I am so sorry. I apologize profusely because I felt horrible you about kicking buns. this poor disabled man's cane away and he's and he apologizes to me. I'm like, no, no, no. This is not your fault. Trust Jeez. me. This is my fault. Oh my gosh. What makes it worse is this. Remember I always told you I was at the mall the day after or the day before Christmas Eve going shopping because I didn't yes. go online shopping in time. So I'm at the mall. And I'm walking through a store and I did it again. There Some an- other disabled person? There was another person with a cane at a store and I walked past them and I kicked that thing like a soccer ball. What's with you busting on the caps, man? I don't know. And I was like, I just incredul I turned around. I said, I'm- I apologize. I'm so sorry. What the fuck is going on in my life? Why do
2: you have to get so close to them? Well, it's crowded.
1: But I mean, th- but that's not the that's still not an excuse. <laughs> that's not an excuse. I shouldn't be kicking canes. And why am I walking so swiftly with such purpose in a store that I'm kicking it with a velocity in which it could go potentially flinging through a window and break something? Not
2: just that, but I mean, you could literally, like, you know, lose their footing and like, Someone could fall and hurt themselves. I thought, I am a menace to the disabled community. My God. And talk about someone who usually has proximity issues. I mean, my God. You would think. And, you know, of course, you know, my instant reaction before
1: I wise up is that these are not my fault. These people have their canes out too far. They're not paying attention. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's about me. And
2: why didn't why
1: didn't you see where I was going? What is
2: the appropriate, you know, <laughs> distance one should have their cane from their body when they're trying to prop up their entire human yeah, body? Right? You know, when the you are using it to, you know, to walk, it's a quick flash
1: and then it goes away. And then I realize that I should be apologizing for kicking someone's method of being upright. J- Jesus, Jamie, <laughs> God! Well, it's not like I walk around looking for them and going, "Oh, there's one." <laughs>
2: You know, that's not what's happening. It would be one thing if someone, you know, was in a wheelchair and they like rolled over their, your toe or something. That would be one thing. Right. You know. I just told
1: Daryl, I said, I'm a menace to the community.
2: I must be stopped. I must be stopped. So, yeah. I mean, you either need to get out more and like socialize I don't do enough of that. You know what
1: it is, is that I just think that I am the most important person and I walk with. That type of error. and it's like, get out of my way!
2: Here I come, disabled or not. I don't care who you are. Small children, puppies. Apparently, yeah, really. I don't care. You're like George Costanza. You just push <laughs> women and children out of the way and run in a in a fire or any kind of crisis. Right.
1: That's it. That's what it is. I am number one, everyone. Screw the Get Christmas out of my way. spirit. I don't care. But see, you have it, too. We all have it. So don't act like I'm the only one. But because, you know,
2: I've never kicked a handicapped person out of the way.
1: <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that I'm number one. I'm the best in this room. And when you walk up to Leo DiCaprio, you're having him for dinner.
2: That's happening. In your mind, that is happening. Okay, that's one thing, but I'm not going to kick a handicap person out of the way to do it.
1: You absolutely would. You know it. I would You're not that honorable. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know that. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You don't know.
2: Anyways, I think I win this week. I'm just saying that. Because you gave somebody an empty box for a gift and I
1: attacked the disabled? Yeah, I think you can win.
2: Well, and that's not fine. just that, but the odds. That's the what That's true. It was just the, that I wrapped two presents and I forgot. And not then I, that
1: I'm trying to argue. However, what is the odds of me kicking two canes in two days? Well, you know, I'm just saying. We could call it a wash. We could call it a wash. Perhaps. Maybe I'll give you like Thank 10 you. more points than me this week for the well, extra box. That's fine.
2: And then I'll <laughs> give you five and then we'll call it even.
1: Uh, whatever. That sounds good. Yes. Yes. And yes, so before Paula closes the show, the last show of the year for us, but probably the first show of 2016 for you, we have a special guest because as I told you earlier in the show, my Pablo, producer dub has been roaming the halls (laughs) waiting for me. Your shark fish. (laughs) Yes, my little feeder fish.
3: Oh, my God.
1: You know, it's been an hour. So he's wondering where I am at this point. And so we decided, I decided, uh, up because Paula said, okay, that Producer Deb would sit in with us for just a few minutes. So welcome, Producer Dub. Welcome to The Lair. Thank
3: you. I can't wait to edit this show now that yeah, I know it's really. coming.
2: <laughs> Don't you feel? You know, this is, I'll, I'll never forget, and I know it's changed since then, but yeah. they're like, They're not comedians. They're not entertainers. They're not even anybody's. They're no one. They're nobodies. They're barely the dog shit on the bottom of a shoe. (laughs) You would barely notice them in a crowd. (laughs) Right. The ugly truth.
3: (laughs) You've got to get over that.
2: That's pretty sick. I I just thought that was so funny. When I was listening (laughs) to this, I'm like, oh, wow, I I feel so great. (laughs) We're so special to you.
1: Yes. So welcome, producer Deb. Quickly. Uh, let's not get too detailed because I know you could geek out if you wanted to. Did you enjoy the new Star Wars movie?
3: It was pretty amazing. I think it was really a nostalgic approach. They kept it pretty simple with some good plot twists. But yeah, I was, it, it definitely made me feel like I felt when I saw some of the originals. I'm ready to see it again, in fact.
2: Yeah, we're I'm gonna surprised go. you guys haven't seen it
1: multiple times by now. Yeah, well, money tends to be the issue. but well, And time, actually. It's been so busy. That's what's prevented us from seeing it from the first time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, yes, I think he wants to see it again at IMAX. So I think we're going
2: to head to do the IMAX thing. Did you guys see it in 3D? No, no. We're,
3: gonna, we're going to,
1: though.
2: Yeah, I think we're going to try and see it in 3D when we go. bye. But... The
1: last 3D movie I saw was Shark Girl and Lava Boy. Oh, my God. Because I I cannot recall which child insisted upon having to see it. I'm, I'm going to go with Mackenzie. And uh, we had to sit and watch it. It was one of the worst experiences of my life. You really are a good mom. I really love my children. Deep down, yes.
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> the 3D has changed, though, too. I mean, Shark Boy, Lava Girl, whatever that was, was meant to be like, Captain EO was. You know, it was it's supposed to be <laughs> oh, shocking and and fly in your face and the, you horrible. know, Bugs Life thing at Disneyland or whatever, but now it's just for <laughs> depth and, you know, they they don't intentionally go out and try and lightsaber you in the head with a you know oh. the 3D effects. So
2: that's see, that's what I would expect. You know, and I'm thinking it's gonna be like when I went to Universal Studios where, you know, there's like misting and you know when no, someone they blow air on you or something like yeah and then like, like you know life. or like uh, well, I forget what ride it was at some Disneyland thing where like they pelt you with these little darts and it's just like all these <gasps> little air blasts and oh, that's yes. like, the uh, Indiana Jones ride yeah or yes. something like that yeah no, it's, it's, I'm expecting like a full that. you know experience but well, I, I, guess I really want to go
3: back and see it you know and, and make a donation because Star Wars really needs the money
2: yeah, well, I mean, they've money. surpassed the billion <laughs> mark now, so... Isn't it like 11 billion or something? Or 100? No, I thought it was just 1 billion, but oh. I could be wrong.
3: It's already like the 8th or ninth ranked movie of all time, and it hasn't even been... Two weeks. Mm. So it's a, pretty it's a, much
2: they've made like 11 billion dollars worldwide. Billion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. As what a did, Harrison Ford, you know, I know he he and uh, Callista were struggling now. Yeah, they were having. a hard Maybe time they can it. afford for eight cents a day now for her to have a full meal. God so. forbid the girl eats some bread. <laughs> She's, She's safe. so thin.
3: They're in government cheese.
2: She's <laughs> starving. <laughs> well, if it's, she would, if she would only partake, for God's sakes, <laughs> she can't eat just a cube of the government cheese. <laughs>
1: have you ever had government cheese? It's like Velveeta.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I've never ever... purchased
1: it. I've just tasted it. Well, I don't think time.
2: you actually purchased it. I think they just give it to you. They but give it to you. Yeah. I've,
1: never, I've never been handed a, a wedge of it, but I, I, from what I recall tasting it, it was like government cheese. Not my finest hour. Yeah. <laughs> but Honey, uh, producer Dom, what did you think of my Princess Leia buns? Okay,
3: so that was the amazing thing because I think at the time I had just edited the show where you were like you're not dressing up, you're not doing all that, we're just going to go <laughs> and you know maybe I think you guys even talked about how maybe maybe he'll cancel it because I've got my hair appointment and all this other stuff and sure <laughs> enough because you had your hair appointment right before the movie you called on your way, and we're already in the theater, which worked out nicely for you, by the way.
2: Mm-hmm. Of course it did. That wasn't an accident. You know no, that, right? I, yeah, I, I found <laughs> okay. that
3: out uh, when editing last, the last of course, episode. So,
1: of course. I was keeping that hair appointment.
3: I find a lot of my information about what goes around the house uh, by editing the show, actually.
1: <laughs> You're like, I, there have been so many times where I'll be sitting at the table or something, and he's, he's editing, and he'll rip his headphones off, and he'll be like... <laughs> What did I just hear? <laughs> you hug that guy. <laughs> it happens all the time. Or he'll be like, I, he'll shake his head. He's like, I can't believe you two. Your gift what? is your curse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all the time. He's like, well, I'm so glad that I finally found out about this quote-unquote secret of yours.
3: Anyway, the Leia buns were amazing. Um, yeah, uh, it was a great story how how it came about, and, and you're like, I'm 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 coming in Leia buns. I was like, shut up. He, you know what? He was, was so excited
1: awesome. about that whole thing that he was standing outside in front of the theater waiting for me. Of
2: course he was. He wanted did he to have, see them. Did he have a jukebox on his head, you know, <laughs> blaring Adam no. Ant or whatever that song was? No, but he had a huge smile. He's like, look at you. Of course he did.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. So Paula, there was something that I've totally forgot to tell you about when we did our Christmas recap. And since producer Dub is here, he can back me up because Mm -hmm. it could have been an awkward moment, to be honest with you. Okay. We went to Domain Carneros, which is the champagne winery that I really like. Mm -hmm. And so it was really crowded because it was the day before Christmas Eve right and when it's during the week the members of the wine club they have a, se- a special section but it's closed during the week they only have it open on the weekends and so we have to actually mill about with others that what aren't did we members. call them we oh, came the up with ums. a name for it we came the, up with it yeah the, the ums or
3: the dumbs or something the, the dirty dumbs. unwashed masses
1: the, oh, unwa- the unwashed masses <laughs>
2: you guys are awful
1: no, with Daryl. Oh, like Daryl's evil enough to even think of something like that? No, please. of course he isn't. No, no he just not. goes along with it because he doesn't want to
2: be one. So like, <laughs> all right, fine. Yes, you're right. You, they are ums. I can't believe you have nicknames for people who actually go to, you know, a champagne winery <laughs> in Napa. Well, they're just tourists. They're not the real members.
1: So anyway, we walk in. So we sat down and we're surrounded by people. And... Daryl, he looks at me, he goes, listen, a couple drinks in, you're not going to even know who's around you. Just just chill, you know, because I'm already like, you know, tightening my collar, just standing, sitting there like mom,
2: you know, going, you're such a snob. But go ahead. Absolutely.
1: So we get our stuff and we're we're sitting there chilling, just enjoying each other's company and drinking some of the champagne. And then out of nowhere, a bird a bird comes oh my god, lands on the table next, right next to us. And, of course, I completely overreact because it was so foreign. I didn't expect it, you know. Yeah,
3: mind you, we're inside.
2: Yeah. Oh. It's indoors. We're, we're, yeah,
3: we were. we were. That's the key thing there. So it wasn't like we were was, out on a like patio. not like you were on a
2: patio. Okay. No, we okay. were
3: inside.
2: So I'm
1: sitting there, and all of a sudden I see this wingspan come, and I was like, oh! and I turn. Weird. And our, our waiter comes over. And I said, "There's a bird in here," and he goes, "Oh, that's Dora." And I said, "Dora, what? I said, what?" I go, "It, you named it?" And he said, "Yeah, that's Dora. She comes in and out all the time." And I said, "I see. Well, I didn't realize this was a show as well as a winery. <laughs> We're getting a little." Nature show. What is this? A habitat? I mean, geez And so Dora is flying around, and she's not harassing anyone. But it's a bird, and there are people. And well, at
2: any given moment, you know, she could take a shit on people. I mean, it's not. Like, it's not like she's a civilized. There's no such thing as domestic birds. Exactly. That's why they're in cages indoors.
1: And so she flew up, and then she flew down, and got close to us again. And Daryl was like, "You need to calm down." I said, "It frightened me. All right, I don't do well with birds." Finally,
2: right. someone chased it out that's oh, it just... went
3: in and out the door as soon as the door opened. it was out, and then, as soon as the door opened again, it would come back in.
2: was it eating the crackers Yes what?
1: yes, it was that's exactly what it was doing it was it was, it was
3: basically busing tables
1: yeah, that's
2: gross. I
1: think so too, but you know what we don't have these issues in the club. This is just <laughs> a normal person. Why weren't you guys in the club then? They're closed during the week. It's only open on the weekends. Because they just don't get enough business to to you know to necessitate an extra area. Well, they don't have the
3: staff, right? Yeah, so. it's a
1: it's a
2: winery. It's not like a big restaurant. So, well, I guess that's just a lesson to you guys that you don't need to be going on the weekdays.
1: Thank you, Paula. Thank you. That's exactly what I said.
2: That I mean, is what really, I said. It just it it doesn't even seem beneficial to go. I
1: know. Okay, so uh, let's see. Oh, okay, I know what I was going to ask you, producer Dub. Yo. Do you have any personal resolutions for this year? Mm. Like Paula doesn't want to, Paula wants to be a man.
3: What?
2: No, it's not that I want to be a man. I just, I figure <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit outraged by, I think I'm just exhausted by the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing. And in fact, I kept saying it again last night. Tell me you didn't see it like a thousand times last night, Jamie.
1: I think it's because it was the year of that specific
2: Not cause, but awareness of the transgender community. Everyone was championing. I I don't care that everyone was championing transgender. I just feel like everyone has exhausted Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. And and her specific transformation and, you know, being so brave and, you know – Becoming a woman and – And so they're giving her all these accolades. and Yeah, and women's issues and blah, 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 And I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Women's issues and Caitlyn Jenner are two different things. Yes, they are. They are not the same thing. You can't right. proclaim to be women's issues and still have a wiener. You just can't. That's why I struggle with the Caitlyn Jenner thing. I'm just like, how can you sit there and talk about being so brave about being, you know, becoming a woman when you have a penis? I just... I do understand your,
1: your, tong- your, your tongue-in-cheek resolution to be the first man on a cover with a vagina. I get it.
2: My New Year's resolution is I said I'm going to be People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive mm-hmm. for 2016. Yes. With a vagina. Yes.
1: But, um, my resolutions, well, my resolution for 2015 was to stop reading the comments on, uh, active news subjects because people put out their worst on social media. Yeah. You know, you either get, you either get the Facebook people or this, or the Twitter or whatever social media, Instagram, where you only see people's best and brightest days, but you never know how shitty their life really is. Or, You get people who comment on, you know, people getting killed by the police or the politics or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they'll just put down the most hateful, vile, offensive things you've ever seen in your life in the comment section. And so I would say if at 100% I was reading everything at 100%, I probably got down to like 30%. Good. Yeah. So, I mean, I think overall I did that one. So for 2016, my only goal really is to – Continue that one. Continue being healthy, obviously. Oh, God, I have a freaking mammogram in a couple weeks, by the way, reminding me.
2: Oh, that'll be fun.
1: Yay. So excited. And to hopefully go on some kind of trip, some kind of vacation. You should. That's Those are my only two resolutions. That's it. Well, good. So.
2: Those are good ones. So, honey, what about you?
1: <laughs> Do you have a resolution? Have you thought of one now?
3: Mine is pretty lame it's just uh i want to get my credit score up
1: hey that's a good one i want to get my
3: credit karma up
1: that's a good I've been one paying
3: cash for everything for so long that i've neglected yes. it so i'd like to be not in the red so i can use other people's money for once
2: that would be nice mm-hmm. yeah it's good to have a good credit score. I, but jamie and i were just talking we, we just were? talking about this what is it yesterday or the day before yes we were talking we were just about talking credit. and that's why I have like, you know, five $300 limit credit cards because I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to trying build to- my, you know, measly credit score up because I'd like to purchase a home, you know, within the next I have a decade. I literally started two years ago. I had a five year plan. So, well,
1: that's that means you're halfway through it. How's it? I win. am. I assume it's going well.
2: Well, I'm almost, you know, over a certain number mark. And so I'm actually hitting the number sooner than I thought I would be. The, the credit score number sooner than I thought. So that's good. Yes.
1: Producer Dub decided to look up his credit score on Christmas Day.
2: And oh. he goes,
1: "Oh, well, it's this and that and that. And it's not as bad as I thought. But and I go, why are you doing this to yourself? Like, what are you doing? Can we just not – can we just do – Christmas cutting. Can we do this after the holidays? I mean, I realize that the holidays can be a difficult time for many people, but why are you actively going out of your way to harm yourself? Well,
2: it's better than sitting there with headphones on, you know, shuffling through iTunes and listening to all your sad music. I literally used to have – (laughs) when Victor and I were in the middle of our divorce, I literally had a playlist called Cutting. And (laughs) – <laughs> it was just filled with like every sad song I could think of, you know. And who, so when he had the kids on the weekends, I would just sit there and listen to that and like watch sad movies. <laughs> Do you? Okay. Did you know you you wouldn't know this because you were a baby? Our mother did that. Oh really? That's oh, yeah. probably where all the Air Supply and speed Speedwagon came from. It
1: was pre Air Supply when we lived when we still lived in the home that our parents purchased when we moved up from the Bay Area to escape mistresses. <laughs> Our mother used to lay on the couch with oh, her no. headphones, listening to Charlie Rich.
2: Oh, jeez! Wow.
1: Yes, Crystal Gale, Eddie Rabbit. Charlie Rich was the album that she would listen to over and over again. Ding, 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 ding,
3: ding, ding. Nobody knows what you're humming <laughs> right now.
1: What song is it? My baby makes me smile. What don't you mean? Now I know smile. why you know all
3: these random horrible seventies songs.
2: They're not. Charlie Rich is a legend. You shut your mouth I'll when you're talking to, to me. I'll have to listen to that one. I mean, I know that's why <laughs> we were the only people dark. on the planet that knew about Bertie Higgins' Key Largo <laughs> album. We had it all. We had it all. Just yes. Like so and Bacall.
1: the musical emotional cutting is genetic.
2: Yeah, I believe we're predisposed.
1: Yes, there have been times where I've I've been in the car listening to a song and burst into tears. I it sh- just happens. I had that. Speaking of
3: memories, me. uh, yes. but this will already be done by the time uh, this show drops. But I'm going to post on the Ugly Truth Facebook page my top five episodes of the year, my favorite episodes.
1: I think that's okay. a good idea.
3: So we'll have uh, we'll have a little list. So just I'll just share the links uh, Aww. and then.
2: That would be cool. Gosh, that would be so hard to pick. I don't even think I would know where to begin.
3: Well, I know two of them for sure. Right out of the, I don't know where they'll fall in the ranking, but the Nick Nappy interview, because that was the first interview that you oh, guys that ever was did. So that one
2: was fun. cool. Yeah. Love yeah. It.
3: And then the momentous episode 100 where all the Uggs were together. So yeah, those two that will was definitely, one of my favorites. those will definitely be in the top five. I'll, I'll have to see uh, the titles of the episodes and, and dig through a little bit for the other three.
1: Do whenever we do a monumental episode, like the two hundred or something, we'll have to get, we'll have to somehow get the other two in here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't do think we'll have to wrestle them too hard, especially since that one was so much fun. It was really Although fun. Although wrestling
3: would be a great episode.
2: <laughs> well, actually what, what would what's
1: difficult is, you know, schedules and Well yeah. All right, Paula. Well, let's go ahead and conclude the show. Thank you, producer Deb, for coming on. We appreciate Thank you. your little feedback. And um, not your little feedback. Everything about you is large, huge. Yes. Massive. Massive weaponry. (laughs) Engorged feedback. Everything is – we appreciate all of your wisdom and your attempt to try to manage us. We
2: appreciate it. But in in, in all honesty, we do appreciate all that you do for the show and and all of your uh, fantastic um, producership and also editing and and all that you do week by week because – Jamie and I frequently talk that if you, you know, didn't do the magic that you do, we wouldn't be probably three quarters of the show that we are. Not at and, all. And well that's so done. well appreciate. It's the we're so it's the best grateful. paying
3: job in podcasting. And
2: we're get, <laughs> and and we're going to give you a raise next year. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. we'll give you a penny. So, we're giving you a 100% raise. There you go. Uh,
3: I don't need it in cash. <laughs>
2: Ew. Well, then I'll let Jamie pay you in Gross. that. regard. Maybe her buns will be open next week. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Exit only. We've had this discussion.
3: Her Leia buns.
2: Her Ew. Leia. Buns. Okay. Done. Uh, no more buns talk. All right. Done thank you, Dub. All right. Bye, Dub. Bye. Well, thank you everybody for joining us this week. Hopefully you had a good Christmas and a very happy New Year. Um, hopefully you stayed safe, had a designated driver, and didn't do anything crazy. Have some good New Year's resolutions. Thank you for joining us, and uh, welcome to 2016. We look forward to another great year with our uh, friends and listeners. Please be sure to check us out on our websites, our Facebook pages, and our Twitter. All of it is accessible through UglyTruth.com, and we look forward to seeing you next time. So until then, we'll talk to you soon, and uh, that's a a wrap. (coughs) Bye! Bye!
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Ugly Truth. If you're interested in keeping up with the uglies, then follow them on Twitter, at the Truth, friend them at Facebook.com slash UglyTruth, or leave comments on our shows at UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E-Truth.com. Until next time, be ugly and own it.